Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Become a healthier you five days a week. This is Melanie Cole's Health Radio. GI problems seem to be prevalent in those with autism and on the spectrum, but it can be tough to get those issues treated. Even if you don't have an autistic child, sometimes digestive issues are very difficult to diagnose and treat. My guest today is Kristen Selby-Gonzalez. She's the president and chairman of the Autism Hope Alliance. Welcome to the show, Kristen. So let's talk about digestive issues. What are some symptoms of digestive issues in children on the spectrum that a parent might notice? Yes, um, so many of our kiddos have issues with digestion, and some of the signs are looking for bloating, um, sleep issues, food particles in the stool. That's a big one. If your senior child has, you know, a bowel movement, you really want to look for the food uh, particles um, in the stool um, because you shouldn't be seeing any. Uh, rashes, a lot of times you might see eczema, dark circles, mood swings. This is a very big one. Hyperactivity, um, children all of a sudden acting really tired, and it doesn't seem like they should be tired. Let's say they had a great sleep the night before, and they wake up and they eat, and they just feel really lethargic. That, those are all huge, huge signs. Okay, so if parents notice these things, what's the first thing you recommend they do? Do they go to the doctor about this, or do they start trying some home things that they can do? Well, I think they can actually do both. I mean, I would probably go uh, see my my doctor and probably do some type of food sensitivity test, right? Um, But then a lot of times you're on a waiting list and you have to sit there and wait a couple months or, you know, so many days to see somebody or or get results back. What I recommend, um, what they can do right away is do a food journal, write down all the foods that the child's eating, and then looking at those symptoms, if, if you see any type of red flags. The other thing, um, you know, that they can do is look at digestive enzymes and probiotics. That's a great thing uh, to use for our our children um, of all ages on the spectrum because many of our kids are not properly digesting their foods. And when they're not properly digesting their foods, the vitamins and minerals cannot be absorbed into the body and brain. And that is a very, very big thing for just not our kids, everybody, right? Well, sure, it certainly is. So so let's talk about some of the things, because we hear about probiotics and digestive enzymes and things like that. What are those things, and what can they do to help children? Are they safe? Yes. Um, typically what we say is children over the age of two, um, it, it should be fine. Um, and, you know, for somebody like me, I know a lot about them. I would feel comfortable giving it to somebody under two. But, you know, for a lot of your listeners out there, typically the rule of thumb is two and older. And, um, you know, you ask the question of what is a probiotic. Just think of, like, the good bacteria. What I think about is um, think of you're pulling the, the weeds and you need to replant the seeds, right? So it's the good stuff, the, um, prevent, uh, basically promoting my good microflora in the gut. And then a digestive enzyme, what we think of, we think of the workers of the body. So think of these little Pac-Men kind of going in, helping break up the food, like I said, for the proper um, absorptions of the vitamins and minerals and to make sure that the, the foods that you're eating are actually being able to help that child feel better as a, an overall you know, individual one thing to look for when you're looking for especially digestive enzymes, you want to make sure that they work throughout the entire pH of the system. The other thing when looking for digestive enzymes is that you want to make sure there's no fillers or additives. You want to make sure it's a really pure product. Same thing with a probiotic. You, you don't want to get something that has a lot of fillers. You want things to be as pure as possible. 
Okay, well, that's good. That's good advice to make sure to look at those labels and make sure that there aren't any fillers. So now foods. So if we're going to, you know, and if you do know a lot about them and you do feel safe giving your child probiotics and there's chewables, there's so many on the market, you know. What about the foods? How can we look at our foods? Because there are some cruciferous vegetables. We want our children eating them, but they can cause gas and digestive issues. So yes. so give us some advice about the foods we're feeding our children. You know, we, we, we need to look at is what their diet consists of. And so, so many of our kids and, and individuals on the spectrum, a lot of them are very picky eaters. And you and I have done a show before, a segment, you know, talking about gluten-free and dairy-free. And so... When we're, you know, when we're looking at our individuals on the spectrum, we really want to look at what they're eating. And because they're picky eaters, they're going after the same foods over and over again, whether it be chicken nuggets or pizza, waffles, cookies, french fries. We want to really stay in the produce section and the meat department in the beginning um, when we're trying to figure out how to help that gut because we need to heal and seal that gut. And, and it's very important to look at the foods we're putting in our body. It is really true what they say, you are what you eat, Right. And so um, now saying that, you brought up a good point about, you know, certain vegetables. Some vegetables are super fibrous, and we want to kind of stay away from that in the beginning just because a lot of those, those people, the individuals on the spectrum, they can't tell you if they're in pain. They can't tell you if they're having discomfort. So we want to make sure that we're not giving them things in the beginning, especially when we're trying to help heal that gut um, and help that digestion system. Uh, we don't want to give them something that's going to cause a lot of gas and bloating and, and, and discomfort. So, you know, one of the things they can also do is go to our website, which is autismhopealliance.org, and download a booklet called Autism, What the Experts Know. It's a resource booklet. It's free. They can download that, and there's about four or five different diets and strategies in there that they can do right now, today, um, moving forward when they go to the, the market. And what would you like to say about digestive issues and some of the drinks that we feed our children? Because juices, milk has been sometimes causes digestive issues. Soda pop certainly can. And what you know, are there are there some guidelines that you give, Kristen, that that would say you know these are okay beverages and these ones pretty much stay away from? Well, I can just tell you what I've done with my son and what I recommend to families. You know, I, with my son, he's never even had a soda pop in his life. He doesn't even know what that tastes like. Um, and, you know, we tr- always try to stay within, like, the waters, the natural, like, organic-type juices, um, and, and really limit the juices in, in itself as well because there's a lot of sugar sometimes in the juices, right, even if it's natural and, all, you know, organic. And then we try to stay with um, the alternative milks, so, you know, coconut milk or rice milk or an almond milk. Today in, in the market, you can find so many different choices, um, and so we try to give the best choices that we can find. Also, um, there's certain companies out there that have things called, like, um, super fruits or super greens, and there's, like, a powder, but it's all really healthy, healthy stuff in there. Like, there's tons of fruits and vegetables, and you can take that and mix that in with some water, and it, it seems to taste like a fruit punch, but actually it's a really great super green drink, right, even though it's red. And then they have other ones that have, um, like, a chocolate milk kind of flavor that you can put in to, like, a coconut milk, but it's really all vegetables in there with a little bit of cocoa powder and no sugar. So there's lots of ways to kind of be that creative, sneaky, um, you know, parent in a good way, though, right, to try to get in some really great things and still make it taste good and still have our kids have the childhood that that we had, but in a better version. And if you're trying to do a little bit of dairy-free, that's those are great suggestions in almond milk. You know, some kids, because almond milk seems different than soy milk. 
or even yeah, rice milk, almond milk tastes so much better. And so does coconut milk. Coconut milk is one of our favorites in our house. And today you can get coconut ice cream and almond ice cream and, and so many different flavors. Um, and so we're really, really lucky. Like 10 years ago, you couldn't find any of that and in the market. Just today, soy milk was all you could find, and it was nasty. That's all you could find. And now today, it's, you, there's tons of aisles. It doesn't have to just be at the natural markets. It can be at even our traditional grocery stores. So that's very, 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 very nice for all of our families. I think so, too. I just love the vanilla almond milk for my kids, and it makes the best fruit smoothies in the morning, Kristen. If you mix it with some yogurt or some nice frozen fruit and the almond milk, boy, it sure gives it a great flavor. In just the last few minutes, wrap it up for us about digestive issues with our children on the spectrum. Well, you know, I want to uh, really, you know, explain a little bit more about digestive enzymes because a lot of people out there... Well, we only have don't... about 30 seconds. Okay, well, just to let you guys know, the ones that can't swallow a capsule, you can break them open, put them in a little bit of apple su- sauce or juice. You don't want to give it real hot. Um, you can give it with the first bite of food. Make sure that they um, go to autismhopealliance.org, download that resource booklet, and we have lots of tips and tools um, in there as well. Autismhopealliance.org, what a great website. Always such great and practical information for our children on the spectrum, and it really hits children of all ages and, and situations anyway. It's just good advice. This is Melanie Cole. You're listening to Radio MD. Thanks for listening, and stay well. Ooh, 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 ooh.